Hey, welcome to Simone J. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, we're talking to you about crocodile. Did uh, I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Crocodile. Ooh, ooh, doggy. Ooh, doggy. You did a lot of research on this. Yeah. You know, I, I read some things. I went to a drug drug.com think that was the website i used drugs.com um yeah you did more research than i did i tried to watch a documentary yeah i texted you and i said hey you should youtube this i was hoping you'd watch the vice documentary that i watched which was the one you looked up yeah and you know in 2000 i want to say 11 or 12 i think the vice thing was from 2011 Mm -hmm. i remember watching it i remember reading about it back then i think i'm more sensitive now because i don't know i'm a fucking pussy but like it upset me yeah i was like oh i i can i've i've seen this before i'll rewatch it to study i got so upset i had to go have diarrhea So, and this was, uh, this was, um, oh, that is upsetting. I'm in a new relationship. Yeah. And so it's fun when you get to discover new adorable quirks about the other person. <laughs> um, so Lou now got to see that when I get upset, I have to leave the room to have diarrhea. Uh, oh my so God. that happened. Yeah. Um, Oh, man, we're going to get into it. First off, let's just let people know what crocodile is, if you're not sure. It's an opioid derivative of codeine. Yes. And it's highly addictive. It's similar to filling, um, the filling of heroin. Okay. Um, and the thing with this, it is mainly used in Russia. And... Um, People started using it because they couldn't afford to get heroin or painkillers. So they're like, let's make this crocodile. Yeah. So Russia is the world's largest heroin uh, consumer. And some people think that there's two parts to it. The economy's bad. People are down on their luck. And like, that's the thing that breeds drug addiction. We've talked about it before on shows where like, a large percentage of uh, soldiers came home from Vietnam having been using heroin over there, and they didn't keep using over here. They reintegrated into society. They're with their friends and family. Heroin has like a three-day physical detox, and then after that, you're depressed for like a year or two. But if you build up your life and have community support, it isn't it's not this horrible addicting drug that it's made out to be but like when people are socially isolated and like have a a lot of like economic like a bleak economic outlook seems Mm -hmm. to partner well with heroin um that's when you see the use happening so like shit isn't going good in siberia and they are consuming a lot of heroin and a lot of people think that part of it is narco-terrorism because the heroin is coming in from Afghanistan. And so they think that the Afghanis are like, number one, profiting off of it, selling it to the Russians and yeah. also saying we're fucking destroying you by, you know, basically make, you know, getting everyone in your society hooked on heroin. And then what happens is like heroin is an expensive hobby. And so word got around like, oh, well, if you buy codeine that's available it's legal over the counter there Mm -hmm. and you mix it with these other things you can cook up this crocodile which is like 
eight or ten times stronger than heroin, I guess. And like four times as toxic. Jesus so fucking Christ. Let's talk about the homemade versions. Um, yes. They begin with codeine, like you said. I believe at first they were using morphine, but they found that that was also too expensive. Mm-hmm. And like you said, codeine's legal, so it's easier to get. Less expensive. So they um, use that and they cook it similarly to how meth would be cooked, um, which I was like, okay, I don't know, but someone (laughs) does. Um, (laughs) And then uh, solvents are added and they can be solvents such as gasoline, paint thinner, uh, lighter fluid, iodine, hydrochloric acid, and red phosphorus from from matches. Okay. So all of those can be used. And um, the dangerous part is that they're not always, I mean, all that stuff's highly toxic for one. But two, they're not cooking it right. And so all of the chemicals don't cook out of it. So what you're putting into your veins is all of those toxins. Yeah, which makes sense because I know when you take, when you're, if you're getting DMT out of a certain type of grass, you do use lighter fluid the red phosphorus in the match is pretty common but if you cook it right that isn't in the end products but like how many people know high-end chemistry i don't fucking know how to do that shit right and a lot of these kids like what i saw in the documentary they're like yeah i just found instructions online on how to do it or like my friend showed me how to do it oh my god so it's very just like they're just trying Uh shit out and they're not sure um jesus so it's really fast acting. Um, it takes effect within two to three minutes. It's like you said, 10 to 15 times more po- potent than um, I have morphine. That makes which, sense. Yeah. Um, and is three times as toxic. The euphoric effects may last less than two hours, which makes people take it more often because they don't want to come down. Yeah. Um, which is makes it highly addictive. And the withdrawal symptoms are similar to what you'd go through withdrawing from heroin. So the real downside to this drug, because it's like, oh, okay, it's cheaper form of heroin. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. Like, here's the downsides. It has some really bad side effects, especially if you use it intravenously, which Mm -hmm. most people do use it shooting up. Yeah. So it can cause extreme skin ulcerations, infection, and gangrene. Yeah. And this was what was so upsetting in the documentary is like they just started showing all of these people's gangrene injuries. There was a foot where the ankle bone was just completely like you could see. It was just yeah, it was like a most of the foot had been rotted away. Like people have to get amputations all the time from doing this and shit like that can start to happen after the first time you try it. Yeah. So um, here's some here's some other things that might happen let me read you this list okay blood vessel damage skin and soft tissue infections pneumonia blood poisoning meningitis rotting gums and tooth loss bone infections and osteonecrosis uh speech and motor skill impairment did you see the two russian boys in the documentary that like they could barely walk and couldn't really talk anymore oh jesus and the mom's like yeah they made it here in our house they shot up here i couldn't stop them and then <laughs> they pan over to the two boys and one's like uh, 
And then in subtitles, it's like, they're painkillers. We cook them. And I'm like, how are you getting anything from what this person saying? Oh, my God. Man, just YouTube crocodile. Yeah. uh, Vice crocodile is crazy. Um, But yeah, so you lose your speech and motor skills, um, memory loss and impaired concentration, liver and kidney damage. Um, And then, like I said, a lot of people need amputation or they die because of the gangrene infection. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I read there, there's something about eye drops, like people got into these eye drops they sell in Russia and they were like, Hey, if you mix this with heroin, it makes the effects of heroin stronger. And then they started mixing these eye drops with the crocodile and something in some ingredient in the eye drops is super toxic. And that's part of what causes the necrosis. And to be honest, I was upset before. They even started showing the injuries mm-hmm. just because they were showing these kind of squat houses, these yeah. bl- like it was blighted neighborhoods where people are super poor and like anybody who had any money had managed to move out. And it was just like these like buildings full of people just strung out on drugs and like that's just a really hard thing Mm -hmm. to see and it's very sad and someone the I think the interviewer asked a guy well what do you think about the dangers of this he's like it doesn't matter I'm gonna be dead next week anyways it doesn't matter yeah and they're just like doing it but like they don't really have any other opportunities it's not like I was gonna be a lawyer but I retired from that and now I'm doing this like there is no positive outlook for their future and so like you can feel the despair and hopelessness in these people and like why the fuck not like why the fuck not do this who gives a shit if it's going to take my leg it makes me feel good Mm -hmm. and it that's just like and there's just needles everywhere and it's just really hard to watch Uh, if you've ever known someone who's gotten into heroin it's like it's really hard to watch and there's there's always like that like being addicted to pills is super super bad and uh-huh. all the stuff in opiate medication is really bad for you like opium itself isn't terribly toxic but um Tylenol is so when you're taking like a codeine like that's it's damaging your liver from the Tylenol mm-hmm. so you think it is Sadly to say, if you have pure heroin, it is safer to do heroin than pills. But something about the ugliness of injecting drugs, it's just really hard. Like if you know some, I've had a couple friends um, go that route and it's just really hard to think of your friends doing that. Yeah. Um, And then they were showing, you know, the prostitution and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. because I just and I was like, I turned to Lou and I said, I number one, like I... You have to have a raging fucking hard on to bang one of those sex workers because I feel like I'd be scared of catching the despair. Like, yeah. I don't even care about catching an STD, but yeah. I'm like, the, the despair was so palpable. It was coming through the TV at me. Um, but then, you know, it's showing dudes going back in the woods with these ladies. I know. Oh, yeah. They just went to like a, a woody area and. Just, just like, like up against the trees. Yeah. Oh man. Like, yeah. There's some. There's some prostitutes over there. You want to go talk to them or see what they're doing? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone in the community was doing yeah. it. Yeah. It's oh, it's insane. Um, you know, that's our future if we're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, here in America, desomorphine, um, which is what it would be if 
all the toxins were taken away. Yeah. Um, is a scheduled one drug. And, yeah. And it's uh, desomorphine is a synthetic morphine analog, which was synthesized in the 1930s. Yes. So um, here it's like a drug that's illegal of no medical use. They don't want you taking it. So you can take more. They'll give you morphine in the hospital, but not. What is it? Dexomorphine? Desomorphine. Desomorphine mm-hmm. is not. There's no medical use. They're mm-hmm. like, no, this shit's just it's bad. It's just going to fuck you up. Straight up bad. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, um, have you ever taken morphine? Have you ever had morphine? Um, I don't think so. Um, the only time I've ever like been given painkillers is when, um, I fractured my collarbone uh-huh. and I think they gave me hydrocodone okay. for that. Um, and yeah, I've never really been like, I mean, yeah, I guess I did go through phases where I liked painkillers when I was in high school. I would, um, steal pills and like yeah. snort them. I thought I was... Because it's cool. I thought I was cool. I remember my dad was dating this woman and her daughter was my same age and we had gone to school in New Mexico together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you want to snort these pills? And she's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> That's hardcore. What the fuck's wrong with you? You're like, I don't I know. Like, I thought it was just a thing we could do. Yeah. I'm like, well, me and my friends do this. I don't know. I thought it's what people do. Yeah. But no, I I don't think I've ever taken morphine. I I've definitely had it once at the hospital after a car accident, mm-hmm. and it was fine because I was like wearing a neck brace and strapped to a table. Um, and then I once worked a corporate job, and on my first day in a fancy office, um, someone put a morphine pill in my desk for me as like a welcome to this international company. Wow. Uh. Here's a morphine, which I took not at work at home, but it was uh, morphine is just it's a hell of a drug. It's way I don't like being fucked up. Like I do not like being fucked up to that degree. And it just you are paralyzed. Yeah. And it's almost like it's just it's it's nauseating and I guess it feels good, but it's just too much. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, my grandpa um, had cancer for quite a while, and towards the end, uh, he had a pain patch put in him so that it would periodically pump out morphine oh, yeah. in, into system. But he also was um, prescribed liquid morphine, and my grandma got a drop of it on her finger one time, and she licked it, and she vomited for, like, hours after. Yeah. Like, she got extremely sick. That's she's the, like, ah, what the fuck? Oh, my God. That's just yeah. so crazy. Because it was like an accident. She didn't mean to. Yeah. It's just crazy because it's like, obviously, it has its implications for people who are dying of cancer. Yeah. The morphine pump is very useful. But like the fact that like I was in like a moderately like it was more a little more than a fender bender. And I go right. to the hospital and they're all here's all, here's morphine. Yeah, that's You're yeah, like, that's crazy. Jesus too. fucking Because I also wonder, like, was he in that extreme amount of pain that he needed a patch and liquid morphine? Or was that just the hospital being like, we'll give you everything because we can. Well, and who a lo- knows? I have heard people who work in the medical industry write in the morphine pumps have a control on them where you can't overdose yourself right but 
in end of life situations, it is common to make it possible for patients to overdose themselves on morphine so that they can peacefully yeah. go. Um, and they do that by giving like a prescription and a pump. So it's like if if you are so inclined, right. you can overdose yourself and be yeah. at peace. I think it might have been one of those situations because it was definitely at like the very yeah. tail end mm-hmm. um, that that was happening. But I mean, at least it's a, a peaceful way to go. Yes. Non-painful. Abs- non-painful. Um, so, yeah, crocodile has not shown up in any country other than Russia that I'm aware of. Isn't that crazy? Like there was one report of it being asked about here in Arizona in like 2013. Like like somebody was like, hey, is that shit crocodile? Yeah, like they were just like, have you heard about crocodile being on the streets? And then the other person like, nah, nah, bro. Nah, bro. (laughs) It ain't out here. It ain't Um, out here. Yeah. I guess I don't know it's it's interesting because it's like what um what a it's I it's a it's a headline grabber because it is so graphic in nature yeah um where people can be heroin users and actually mask it pretty well right but if you're a crocodile user it's like no (laughs) your fingers are rotting off yeah like people know obvious people know well and it's just that thing of like the desperation to have something you know like, I can't afford heroin, so I'll just create this drug. That is so dangerous, but, like, you don't care. Exactly. You don't care like, if you die. Not only to the desperation to have the drugs, but the desperation in, like, I don't give a fuck if it rots my body apart. Like, I'm still going to take it. I need this. Because who cares? Oh, the nihilism in that is crazy. Which I think that's part of, like, what triggered me and I related to because there were times, like, with my bulimia where like i it was just like a fuck it i i knew i was gonna die from it like i knew it in my heart and my soul like i felt it like yeah fuck it it doesn't when people are like oh it ruins your teeth it does this or that i'm like it doesn't matter i don't have a future i'm never gonna get better so why not just fucking do it yeah like apparently i like doing it this is what i like to do is i like to spend a hundred dollars on groceries i like to eat them all throw them all up and have a seizure and wake up in a pile of my own urine that's my life and i just like felt like i was never gonna get better yeah and so and that's part of maybe why that documentary was triggering for me because like Mm -hmm. just the people being like it doesn't matter i'm gonna die next week anyways and i was like like I've been there and it's weird because I'm not I'm not there now and it yeah. feels like another existence but yeah just like watching it I was like oh Jesus a reminder yeah because like yeah I I have firsthand experience of being like when people are like that's so bad for you you're like it doesn't matter because right. I'm hopeless <laughs> like yeah that's like not a fun place to no be. not at all it's like when I want all my mcdonald's cheeseburgers i'm like you can't stop me from eating 10 of these yeah tonight. it's just it's nothing's gonna stop nothing's me now. gonna stop me this is where i'm at this is my life i don't care if i have a stomach ache all night i don't care if i have diarrhea for three days i don't care if i don't poop for three days after that <laughs> <laughs> Shu and I had like a really thrilling conversation <laughs> between 
episodes. So we record a between the weeks and then we record a main episode every time we meet. And we talked for about 20 minutes between those recordings about how our bowel movements have been the past week. So that's a little behind the scenes. We catch up on what how our lives have been going in general on mic, and then we cut the mics and have twenty minutes on what our bowels have been doing. (laughs) We get down to the real, the real topics that are really important in our lives. Like health starts in the gut, man. You can, it sure does. Things can be going great, uh, but if you got bubble guts, oh. all you can think about is, can I trust this fart? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So true. It's that like you so just true. won the lottery, and you're like, listen, I can't uh, even count stacks of money right now because I'm just focusing on not shitting if myself. I smile, shit is gonna pour out of me. I'm going to be leak. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a real Pomona, and I'm gonna be peeing out of my own nasty asshole. I can't have that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. But also don't do crocodile. Like, don't do crocodile. Don't do intravenous drugs. I mean, I I just feel like don't do chemical drugs because you never know what you're going to get and what random stuff you're putting in your body. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. Like that mom said, her son was just a nice young man, nice young Russian man. Uh, She had a picture of him in his army fatigues. Just I think they wear them in grade school just to prepare. Um, Jesus. What? Well, he looked young. I was like, he's too young to be in the army, but he's wearing his camo outfit. Um, And she said he met a young girl who got him into doing drugs. And then he like he said, he it's easy to do. It's cooking painkillers. He f- found it online on how to do it. And now he can never talk normally again. He just zones out. Like he'll be talking and then he'll just start staring at the wall and be like, huh, huh. Oh, Jesus. It's like they go on walk. He said, sometimes we go on walks. Sometimes we watch TV. That's his life now. So like, don't, don't make yourself that person. It's not good. Yes, that's it's not terrible. Good. But also just YouTube crocodile. Even if you don't watch any of the videos, just go through and look at each video tile. Yeah. It will fuck you up. Just like feel our pain <laughs> really is what we're saying. It's like just we want you to feel our pain. Uh, I just kept looking at videos to watch and then I'd see the, you know, a gangrene hand that's like all white with like black holes all over it. And I'm just like, I can't do it. I can't watch this. (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. Um, Yeah, so crocodile. Um, Don't do it. I guess this is going to be a short episode because how much can we really say about it? Yeah, because I don't really know about the history of it. I don't know when it came to be. Like Sydney said, it was popular in 2011. There was a little bit of a spike in 2013. And then, like, I think everyone who was into it um, had their feet amputated and was like, oh, I can't walk now. I can't go get crocodile. Yeah, I can't. And it kind of died died down yeah i feel like any users died out and maybe they found like another designer drug that is like less yeah scary but i just wanted y'all to know about it because when i watched that video i like freaked out and for like a week i couldn't stop talking about this foot i saw that was half rotted through and i was like you could see the bone it's great you could see the bone (laughs) so just wanted to share my pain with everyone i love it that's what this is about sharing and caring (laughs) Well, guess what? 
I have a podcast. I can talk about whatever I want. Yeah. It's crocodile. It's crocodile. Um, um, well, have a happy hump day, guys. Yeah. And uh, next week we'll do something. Um, it'll, it'll be a little more lighthearted, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Drug free is the way to be. Yeah. <laughs>